Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Network Hour podcast. I am a professional development career coach and networking guru, Molly Kreese, and I'm so happy to be with you guys again today. Today, I have with me a special guest speaker, Queenie Donaldson. How are you today, Queenie? I am well. Thank you so much. How are you? I am good. I am good. It is Friday. It's the weekend and the sun outside. It's really hot today. Yes. So, so that's that's a blessing. Uh, so today, today, our topic is going to be, we're going to be talking about see, a seat at the table, which is going to be a very interesting topic. But just before we get into it, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Queenie. She has an extensive bio, so I'm not sure if I'm going to get through everything, but what, what I don't cover, she's going, to, she's going to cover and tell you all about it. So Queenie, she is the founder and CEO of Queens Entertainment Group, Inc., launched in 2004, and it's based in Los Angeles. Um, her offerings are celebrity talent booking, celebrity influencer partnerships, luxury events, production and entertainment consulting. She was a talented producer for various networks, including BT, TV One, VH1, Showtime, A&E, VTV, Viceland, and Telepictures, just to name a few. All, 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 the, all the TV shows are like, all the, all the stations that I like. Uh, Queenie is launching her very own entertainment empowerment series, Girl, Girl, of spring 2022 called A Seat at the Table, which is indicative of the topic that we're going to be talking about today. So I just want to officially welcome Queenie to the Network Hour podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. I am so honored and excited. This is my second podcast ever. So <laughs> this is fun. So before we get into me grilling you, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but <laughs> let's 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 do some let's do some fun questions. So okay. I'm gonna ask and you're gonna you're gonna say what, what it is. So okay. meal prep or takeout? Um meal prep. Okay. Soda or salsa? Soda. Soda. Um, morning or night person? Morning. Morning person. Oh, better than me. I, <laughs> sometimes I, I think I'm a night owl, but yeah. So, <laughs> so let's 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 go in, let's get into it. You have such an extensive, impressive bio. I was reading it and I was like, oh my God, I have to. I have to be like her when I grow up. But oh, no. um, <laughs> can you um, can you tell us more about your about your experience in the entertainment industry? Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. And I again, I am so honored and very humbled. I mean, it it's, makes me uncomfortable listening you read my bio because it's just <laughs> it's like I'm just a very grounded person. So thank you. Um, my journey actually started 22 years ago. Mm -hmm. This was not my journey. I wanted to be a forensic psychologist. So all my jobs prior to working in the industry was teaching, therapy, and all of that. So fast forward to around 1999, 
um, when I was a teacher, I taught um, kindergarten through first grade, and I was all, also a therapist for autistic kids. So that's like my passion. Mm -hmm. But I was always around the entertainment industry um, in many, many ways. That could be a side conversation. I'll share those stories with you. <laughs> but my mentor and really the key person of why I'm in this industry, his name is Ruben Cannon, and he's one of the top casting executive producers of all time. Um, he casted Oprah Winfrey in the color purple. Like that's how, you know, far back he goes. So he is responsible for, for a lot of top major celebrities um, careers. So he needed an intern. And um, one of my friends, she was like, you're so good with movies and you know the characters. And he, and he was like, go meet with Ruby, he needs an intern. And I was like, Okay, I mean, I'll try it. I was like, I could do it after, you know, because schoolwork is seven to three. So I'm like, oh, I could go after, you know, after I finished teaching. And so I met him and we just clicked. And so at the time he was casting the show Girlfriends, you know, with yeah. Tracy Ellis Ross. He was casting the movie The Brothers with Morris Chestnut and oh, Gabrielle wow. Union. Um, it was all kind of stuff. So I just fit in. I mean, mind you, I had never, I've been around history, but that was like my first experience. So I've always been a people person and I just got it. So he, you know, I worked with him. I was interning with him. He had me doing all kinds of things. He taught me a lot very quickly, but I was always, you know, quick to, to catch things. And so about um, early summer 2000, he called me in his office. I was like, oh my God, did I do something wrong? Like what happened? So he was like, okay, BET, um, they need a talent person. He was like, you good with these crazy celebrities. He was like, you need to go work at BET. I was like, well, Ruba, I'm about to go to grad school. Like I'm about to go get my PhD. Like, no, he was, I, I was like, BET, the network? He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They about to launch, do it really big. Go talk to my, you know, my friends, Sheila Frazier and Yolanda Starks White and just go over there. He was like, you good. I was like, well, I'm going to grad school. Anyway, I was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll go over there. So met with them. This was like July 2000. And they were like, you know, tell us, telling us all about all this. BET is about to do a big revamp of everything. And, you know, they were like, we love you. They were like, we know you're about to go to grad school, but can you just give us a try? So I was thought about it and I called my family and I was like, okay, well, let me push back grad school, you know, until, you know, next year. Mm -hmm. Mind you, so I started literally from that meeting. I started two days after my birthday, which is August 5th. I started August 7th, 2000 at BET. We launched 106 in Park with Free and AJ. The BET Wars, the following you, comedy, you know, that's when BET was like BET Live with John Sally. Yeah. BET was like the bomb. So yeah. we had so many shows. And, and at that time, they were building the the new studio where 106 and Park was. So all the shows like Teen Summit, any of the East Coast shows, they had to come out here on the West Coast and film. So we were working six days a week. So it was just like phenomenal. And then the studio um, out here in Burbank was called Center Stages. We even had to go to Universal because we had so many programs, it wasn't enough space. So mind you, I was just like, it was fun to me. I was like, just <laughs> wow, all these black people. And it just, it was just, it was, it just felt good. And literally 20 years, you know, I'm celebrating 21 years this August. And that's literally how my career started. 
And I can tell you, and I always tell people, I would never be who I am or where I am without Ruben Cannon and BET. Because in the talent department, we our job as a, you know, I started as a talent coordinator, literally a month, not even a month later, they promoted me to talent executive. So I was responsible along, we always worked in conjunction with our East Coast family talent team, big old, like we had all these shows. So we had to secure all the celebrities, all the guests for the talk shows, award shows, um, 106 and Park, Teen Summit. We had new shows. It was just a phenomenal experience. And I learned everything about securing celebrities at from there. Yes, and casting, you know, casting and, and, and booking guests. I mean, it all kind of plays similar roles, but working for a network and just the turnaround. And when you have like a whole list of shows, it was a lot of work, but I, I always give just big honor to um, Sheila Frazier and Yolanda Starks White because they taught me everything. And especially Yolanda, like she encouraged me to start my business. She encouraged me probably when Mr. Johnson decided, you know, to, to sell it a few years later. Um, and I'm just like, okay, what does that mean? Like what is going on? So she just encouraged me, you know, and taught me like, you need probably need to start, you know, freelancing. So I was going to different networks. So Showtime and VH1 and just navigating through, um, all of that in as well as still being part of, you know, the BET family, mm -hmm. which I've been, um, for about 16 years. So um, it's it's been a, a, a incredible journey, but it was very, you know, challenging at times, just like anything. But one thing about me, um, I just knew God put me on this path for a reason, but I wasn't going to change who I am to conform or fit into that Hollywood life or persona that people feel like they need to portray. I call it the imposter syndrome. Um, I just... You know, it, it was, I knew if I had to be in this industry, I always had to remain true to myself. And even though, you know, it was challenging and I got challenged and, you know, it was a lot of, a lot of craziness that I witnessed and, you know, but I never, I always stayed grounded. I always stayed humble and then always treated people with kindness and respect. And just that, that really has sustained me. And, uh, Around 2015, I started Queens Entertainment Group in 2004, but around 2015, it was really challenging for me because um, off and on through, through that time period, I was just like, oh, you know, why am I here? And then someday I was like, I just want to go to grad school. But he just kept either putting like good people, like it was just, he was like, no, like I didn't understand, like, why do you have me here? But in 2015, I really like hit a really dark part, you know, dark moment in my life. And I just prayed. I was depressed. And I had all these resources. Like I, they called me like Oprah Winfrey resources. Like you call Queenie, Queenie is going to know where she's going to refer. And I just felt stuck. And I was like, how can I have all of this? And it's not like something is not clicking. And so... What happened to me is I I always just give God the glory. It was an email I received by this lady. You know how people are like business coaches and different. Mm -hmm. 
I, that was my first time really hearing it, but I didn't know what it meant. And, you know, it was just a random email, I thought. And so this, I just kept getting this lady's email. I was like, why does she keep emails? Like, what is this? And so she offered a 60 minute, you know, free consultation. I was like, let me just sign up and see what it is. Molly, when I tell you, it was a divine from God. This lady who didn't know me from Adam, we didn't know each other. When I started talking to her, I was just telling her about what I did. She was like, I don't know what it is, Queenie, but God is telling me to stay on the phone. It was supposed to be 60 minutes. Mm -hmm. We were on the phone for three hours. Wow. She broke down my business. She, I didn't even know that I can charge for some of the stuff that I was doing. You know, like she was like, no, that's consulting. That's this. No, you do. And I was just like, all this time, like I had, she was, I mean, I, her name is, I can't think of her last name, but her name is Sharon. And she had, she's a business coach. Like she changed my whole game. Like I just was like crying. She was just so fulfilling. And I was just like, it had to be God. That was the only way because I didn't know her from Adam. And I just kept seeing this email pop up and I just thought it was a spam. And fast forward, my, my good friend, Robert, he was doing these company decks that tell you, you know, you can have your website, which I always have, but just a deck, just to make it a little more pretty. He put that together. That's how I got introduced to LinkedIn through him. And he was like, look, and I was like, I don't have no money. Like I was just going through a challenge. Yeah. He was like, don't worry about it. He was like, I'm gonna put it together. He was like, go on LinkedIn, just promote. So literally the whole from November to like, even through the holidays, 2015, I didn't even feel comfortable going home because I didn't have anything to give. And I'm always, you know, the Miss Santa Claus. So I just, I was like, you know what, let me just focus. And when I tell you by the end of January, the following year, I had my first consulting client and my business, everything has, has been, I'm, I really got clarity of my worth, of my value, and how to utilize those gifts. Because it's like, I've been in this business for 15 years and I was like, I have all these resources, but I didn't even know how to utilize it. I thought I was utilizing correctly, but I wasn't. And it wasn't nothing for me to beat myself up. She was like, no, you just needed someone to help you bring it all together. So fast forward it to now, that's why it's so important for me to do my speaking series because it doesn't, you can give back so many resources, like without those angels throughout my career to this day, I have all these resources. They're just here. Like I need to help people like myself who are, who've been in the business and need to reinvent themselves. I need to help younger people before they even get to college who want to be in the entertainment industry. There's so many opportunities that are behind the scene that people don't even know. There's, I mean, yes, being a celebrity and influence, all that's cute, but it is a mass list of opportunities behind the industry. But if you don't know what those are or how to obtain them and no one's showing you, you know, you could be the next Ava DuVernay, the next Shonda Rhimes, the next Will Smith, the next, you know, Iyala. Like it's so many opportunities. So what I decided to do around 2019 is I was like, how can I serve people and give back because that's really big to me 
And that's when my concept of a seat at the table came up for my speaking series. And of course, you know, none of us knew we were going to be entering a pandemic the following year, but it has allowed me to really build this amazing speaking series and do it right. I have an amazing small, it's a small team, but a great brand of marketing team just had me bring it all together. Like I know I'm, this is my purpose and I, I'm very grateful to everything I've been through, good and bad, and just where I am in my next phase of my career. I'm able to create more opportunities and and also I want to have more jobs and and mentor more people and really help. And I think this speaking series is going to do just that. So and it's it's so important to have those people that are going to uh, help you to get into those places. And and that's why uh, the topic seat at the table is so important because yeah. someone has to Someone has to pave that way for you and someone has to um, open up those seats at the table so that you can, those that are coming up behind you and even you yourself, someone paved the seat for you. And even though sometimes you get your seat um, by opportunity or someone would put you in that seat because they recognize your word and your value, uh, you have to pay it forward and make sure that you're also giving the other young girl or the other young boy that's coming up behind you that seat at the table. But mm-hmm. I want to ask you how, what are some, what are some challenges or some barriers that you encountered uh, on your journey, uh, navigating your way in this industry and even becoming someone that people want information from or want to talk to? What are some of the, some of the challenges that you, that you face? Oh, absolutely. Um, Early on, like I said, it was very hard for me because, I mean, I never thought I was going to be in the entertainment industry. And I've been in rooms with the biggest of the biggest celebrities and felt like I'm the only person in the room, felt invisible, not because because I'm engaging and I can speak, but it was just I'm very observant and I was like, wow. I mean, it just took me a minute to like grasp and and just see how things worked in Hollywood. And I'm like, this can't be, this ain't it. Like, this is just, I mean, it it was really challenging for me to, to feel like I had a voice. At BET, I did, you know, but when you start going to different networks, different, you know, you know, people like you, you deal with a lot of egos in Hollywood and it's not the celebrities. It's, it, it's some of everybody trust and believe me. And to me that I always treat people the way I want to be treated. And I could deal with any type of ego, like none of that stuff. I took things personal because you have to have a thick skin and you cannot take anything personal. So that is very important. But what happened to me Um, That was very challenging at times when I worked at various different networks, a lot of people were intimidated by me. Um, I, to this day, it was just, I mean, I'm comfortable with it now that I know it wasn't me because I I was always a helpful and resourceful people, but I've been in position where um, I dim my light to make others shine because it was a lot of people gravitated to me because I was just 
you know, I was about my business. I was not, you know, like, let me do photo ops with Brian McKnight or not. Like I was just a very personable, but I always handled my business. Like that's the first thing where he was like, always respond to your email. Always like he, I just remember everything. So I was always laser focused. So a lot of like celebrities, reps and people, they'll come and they were like, oh, you know, other people would be like, oh, I can't, they were like, no, where's Queenie, where's Queenie, where's Queenie? And so some people were like, like, why are they, you know, only talking to her or, you know, I've been in this game longer than her, you know, it was mm-hmm. those type of things. And I, I honestly didn't pay attention to it, but I start noticing their different, even like colleagues, like kind of being standoffish or, looking at me or wondering like how like what am I doing that they're not doing and you know letting me know they've been in the game you know whatever amount of years and to me it's like I'm like a team player it's like hey you know let's do this together but it was challenging for me to really connect with you know people I even work with and to me it's like I don't want to have a space where we're already dealing with you know, as a celebrity talent producer, we got to book the talent. We got to deal with their reps. When you work in a network, it's usually like a publicist, manager, a label rep. You're dealing with the producers to make sure that the celebrity, like it's so many things. So when you're working in an atmosphere, you want it to be family and, and just a comfortable because you're already dealing with so much. And that's what I was accustomed to at BET because that's the environment that, Sheila and Yolanda have put. So that's, I just thought everybody was going to be like that. But moving forward, when you go to these other different networks and worship, it's not like that. And sometimes I'll be the only, you know, black or brown person in there and they'll be like, oh, you know, you're, you, sp- you speak so intelligent and oh God, you're, you're so poised. Oh, I didn't, I didn't know you had it. Oh, I didn't. I mean, it was like, they would say that. And I was wow. like, is that a compliment or is that like, it was just like, it was like, oh, wow. Oh, you know, they was just like so surprised that my work ethic, I was punctual and, you know, they was like, oh, you really know those people. And, oh, they just like, it was always like, and I just never understood that. So it, it would hurt my feelings, but I would never let them see it. But I would always, you know, go talk to my mentor and question. And he was like, look, everybody's not going to like you in Hollywood. It's like, he just gave me the real. Mm-hmm. He was like, you don't have to change your eyes, but you're going to have to be firm. You want to boom, 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 boom. Because I, I really struggle with that because what I was taught, you know, at BET is like family. And, you know, if you had, you talk it out, just, you know, like your own family. But I experienced a lot of that. A lot of people were just intimidated. And then fast forward, sometimes it was even people who I've worked with, you know, at certain opportunities and I'll reach out, you know, when BET was going through their changes and bringing in Viacom and things start looking different changes. You didn't, you know, you didn't know what the um, security of your position was. Mm-hmm. And so I'll ask different people and like, hey, you know, could you do this? And I would never get. They were just like, oh, well, you know, I'm going to call you or, you know, I'm going to refer you and, and nothing never happened. So I had to like really grind, 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 grind. And that was okay for me because I've been, I've been um, independent since I was 17. So working hard, that's just in my DNA. But I was like, okay, God, I, 
I'm going to have to, you got me in this business. Like, I'm going to have to figure this thing out. And it was challenging for a long, it was a lot of ups and downs, a lot of crying, a lot of just being frustrated, but I just had amazing people either that was already in my life or just showed up. And it, it, it definitely took me a while, but I'm, I'm comfortable now and I, I feel good and I'm grateful that I never changed who I am to conform to what the industry can do to you. And I, I have all my relationships that I've had from 20 years ago and more. I stay current. I do, you know, I, I, I'm just so excited to be in a position now where I feel confident and I know that I'm going to bless a lot of people because I know how it is not to have people, you know, help you, not how to, you know, you could be in a room and, or you could be in an event and they were like, oh my God, you know, empowerment, let's do this together. And then you, you know, you follow up and it's none. And I, and I, I talk to young people, people in my age group, I'm Gen X all over just getting their feedback I've had. And that's what made me put this event together. I was like, what is it that you will want to see? And they were like, okay, queen, we need this. Like people spend a lot of money on these conferences and, and all this stuff. And they don't really get and anything. Get they it. get one second to ask one question, but what is the follow-up? Like exactly. people need real resources. And that's why I want, I'm going to give you real resources. Like we're going to build your seat at the table. We're going to help and give you, I'm opening up my Rolodex, my resources. I've like really worked hard for the past couple of years to put together like anybody who shows up there, all they have to do is take what we, we're going to build and execute. And the beautiful thing about Hollywood if that don't work, it's a thousand other things that you can do. If this is what you want to do, just know there's not a one one way. You know, it's two ways. Ava DuVernay started as a publicist. When I was at BET, she had her PR agency. Look at her now. Big time executive producer, got her own company. I mean, she is doing it amazingly. And she, so you can always reinvent yourself. You don't have to just focus on one area, that may not be. Try it all. But if you don't know how to get those interns or those jobs or those opportunities to see if you like it, no one's giving you the information they're telling you to Google. Like if I'm living in Charlotte or, you know, even in LA, like what am I Googling? Like, how do I know? How do I know that I'm supposed to register my script to protect it? How do I know that there's a, a, a union for, you know, hair and makeup or wardrobe like there's so much information that I mean I've I I have that people have no clue and so I really want to be very intentional and that's why I'm doing it very intimate I want everyone to feel like a person not just a number like I want to see and hear people so that's why you know by it being next year and hopefully, you know, we're all being a better space to be in person, but I'm just really passionate. Like this is my passion. I want people to know that there are people in the entertainment industry who are actually genuine, who actually want to help, you know, and it doesn't matter your age. You can be 18 or you can be 50. I want to say the lady who either wrote or co-worked the Clark sisters, that was her big time. And she's been a writer for over 30 years. That was her first time really getting 
you know, her flowers. So Kevin Hart, when I started BET, Kevin Hart was doing Comic View. Yeah. Look at him now. You know, so it's like, you. it takes time. Even Tiffany Haddish, like, just is so many, it takes time. But yeah. if you don't have people telling you and helping you through your journey, you get discouraged. And now with the pandemic and everything, People are just, people need to be inspired. People need to be their authentic self and, and don't be afraid to go after your dreams, no matter how scary it is. And, and with this event, I'm going to help them do that. You know, so that's that's where I'm I'm so, so excited. Yeah, that is awesome. And I think I think mentorship is so important. Yes. And and the thing too that's sometimes lacking is that oftentimes we have um, even our very own that get into these spaces and don't uh, don't secure a seat for others at the table. And, yeah. and, and sometimes you feel you have that selfish feeling where you're like, I had to work hard to get here and I'm here now and I don't want you to come and, and overtake me and be better than me. That and, is and, the problem. Higher than me and stuff. And yep. that's, that's a big problem, not it's just huge. in the entertainment industry, but in all the industries. And I would say that's, that's a big problem too for us in, in the black community is mm-hmm. that so often, so often we fight against each other instead of collaborating and building each other up. That's why it's, it's so awesome what, you, what you're doing with your speaker series, a seat at the table. And it's so awesome that you yourself had those had those mentors and those people to really uh, give you advice and show you how to go about uh, navigating your career. A lot of people don't have that. And that is something that that I want to do. That's something that you're doing. And that's something that I hope a lot of people would put effort into doing is that when you when you secure your seat at the table and you're in the room where you can make decisions and where you can have influence, that is the point where you need to bring other people in the room with you. So that's, 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 that's very important. It's so important. And the thing is I've been in on many projects, productions where um, it could be a black production with a all Caucasian staff and I'm educating them about our community and I'm like how am I working on a black production and you're trying to tell me what's good for my community I'm not I just think diversity is just more than just having one like I shouldn't be the only black celebrity talent producer exactly I it should be a lot of us it should be a lot of like our, our Black publicists and managers should be have to fight to get their clients on a carpet for a Black award show. Like, it's just like, why am I having to pull and stress out and, and sell Black talent for a Black award show? So to me, I just, I'm always going to be professional, you know, as, as a Black woman in this male-dominant industry you have to, we always have to work 10 times harder and we always have to be a team player. And I'm always going to be gracious and I'm never going to be rude. I I know how to be firm without being nasty. And um, 
I just think that you have to create your own seat at the table. And that to me is where I am. Um, I never sought out to be a speaker. Like I said, I even sought out to be in the entertainment industry, but I made it work for me. It took me a long time to get comfortable with um, my purpose and my understanding, but I'm okay with it. And um, I'm grateful that I did take the route that I did. And I'm really, really looking forward to bless as many people because there's also not just people, a lot of people focus on just the millennials and the centennials, but there's people in Gen X that are stuck. There are yeah. a lot of people who are in the same age that are, that's been in the business a long time. Everyone needs inspiration. Everybody needs empowerment. You have to, you have to help each other. And when you help, it's not what what can you do for me? It's like, what can I do for you? Because I, I just believe when you get out what you put back in, I'm really big on that. Even the energy and the way you speak, like, and that's why people are like, people, you're so easy to talk to. And it's like, I'm genuine, I'm myself. So when people used to always say that, like, it just surprised me because I'm I've always been queenie, like I'm queenie from present, like I'm very humble, came from humble beginnings, like I'm not going to change, I'm not going to talk to you any difference if I'm talking to a Beyonce or a Drake or an executive, like I'm, I'm speak to everyone the same and I treat everybody with kindness and everyone has the right to have an opportunity, you don't have to look a certain way or have a certain car, or none of that fake stuff is just that's you don't have to do that you don't have to um, devalue yourself to be successful you don't and and that's why I I just want people to know like I'm just like you if I can make it through to this industry here's my resources these are you know valid we did our research these are like very credible <laughs> resources all that people have to do is just execute and build their plan and I'm going to help them. Whoever shows up, I don't care if it's one or two people in each city, I'm going to give them 120%. And you, we have to create opportunities for others, period. We have to. And don't. And it's not about what, what's in it for you. You do it because that's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. So how, how do you secure your seat at the table? Um, for my speaking series, um, or just hot, or just in general, just in general. For okay, some, for someone that's listening and they're and they're hearing you say, "Got you." Um, secure your seat at the at table. the table. How well, the do first, you go about doing that? Yeah. Well, first of all, you you have to have a plan and you have to work your plan. So whatever that is, and you have to prepare yourself for that seat at the table. Because sometimes on the flip side, there's a lot of people who have a seat at the table that are not ready for it. So you have to be ready for it. You have to know your stuff. And to me, I always said, you don't have to get ready if you stay ready. So always be on point, make sure whatever it is you're doing that is together. If you're looking for a job, an opportunity, make sure your resume is together. Make sure words are spelled correctly. Make sure you follow up. Always say thank you and, and appreciate. Even when people tell you no, I always said thank you. Thank you so much. No problem. We'll try again. Just be gracious. Just be kind and make sure that you are ready for that opportunity because that seat at the table can come at any time. Anytime. 
if you're a business owner like myself, have your business cards. Don't be like, oh, well, you know, sometimes you get a business card and like, oh, it ain't my number. Let me scratch it out. Like just, it's just those little, you know, it's just little stuff. You just always want to be on point. You always want to be on point and be ready because especially in Hollywood, opportunities come anytime. I mean, they come quick. I'm sure in under industry, but Hollywood, they were like, okay, uh, can you start tomorrow? Like, it's just, you know, it, 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 it happens. So you want to make sure you have your paperwork together, whether it's your resume, your business card, your, you know, um, your website, your profile on LinkedIn, make sure that the picture doesn't look like you're, you know, you're at a club, make sure it's professional, that you look professional like people you know people judge even though we're not supposed to but they your first impression is everything so you always just want to make sure you're together not not being who you who you're not be who you are but be the best version of yourself and just be you you don't have to put on a persona don't lie on on about what you do you don't have to name drop just be who you are and trust and believe me it people will remember that they will remember that. So to me, to secure at the seat at the table, just be ready for that opportunity at any time. So whatever your goals or dreams, just do the work and be prepared. Be yeah. prepared the best way you can. And if you don't know something, you know, try to find it. Just try to don't stress yourself out trying to be overly prepared, but just be comfortable. So if somebody asks you, so what is it that you do? Or what do you want to do? And, you know, if you want to be a model, is your headshot together? You know, it's just be prepared for the basic answers. And that's one thing that I'm really going to also um, touch bases and make sure that they have that in at my events, you know, just really the basic one-on-one stuff that people and, don't even yeah, and pay those, attention to. They sound so simple, but they, they're yeah. very important. And you'd be surprised how much people don't know that kind of stuff. They're but like, they, oh, girl. Yeah, they were like, oh, well, this picture. I'm like, no, not your passport picture. Like, you, need, <laughs> you know, it's just like, it's like basic stuff. But, you know, even with your LinkedIn profile, make sure that it's current, not... Mm -hmm. You know, everything, like people pay attention more, especially with social media. Like I'm not a big social media person, but I, I have it for, you know, my speaking series and on LinkedIn, like I have professional social because that to me is important. And mm -hmm. I'm, I just think people like business and personal should be separate um, because a lot of companies from what I'm understanding that people are, you know, they check profiles and stuff. I know they I had, do. you know, they friends. Do. So it's like you, you just got to be careful and just know that people are always looking and watching and paying attention. So you always want to be the best, you know, just be ready and, and, and be the best version of yourself. Yeah. It's, 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 it's so important. I can't tell you how important it is because employers uh, we're in a, a stage now where it's online and everything's everything's online. Uh, even though you go into the interview and you have your resume and stuff, they're still going to check that online presence. Yeah. And I, I say to people all the time, even though you have, even though you have a personal profile, you need to also watch what you what you post personally because yeah. it's so. It's so important that it's you accessible. Everything is, I mean, it's everything is like accessible online and you, you do have to protect yourself. You know, you have to protect yourself. And, and to me, it's like, just, just 
be who you are. Make sure it's the truth. Uh, make sure that your references are accurate and just be just be ready for the opportunity. Just be ready and 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 when you're better prepared, it makes you relax and make you feel confident, you know, to to move forward. So if anything happens, it's like, oh my God, they call me, let me hurry up and try to, and then it, it then you're like anxiety and stressed out trying to get stuff together. But when you do the basic one-on-one stuff, you feel good. You know, you feel good, you feel confident. So you can go in there, you know, very confident and ready to for that interview or or whatever it is that you're, you know, going after. Yeah. I feel like we've we've talked about it already, but uh, for people that are listening and want to want to travel down your path, uh, is there is there any specific things that they need to need to do besides what we've been talking about already, or or is it those things that they need to do? Because the entertainment industry is is a beast in itself. Mm-hmm. So. Um, are there any 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 specifics pertaining to the entertainment industry that they that they need to do to to prepare to 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 be where you are now? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the first thing to do, like I said, like it depends on whether you want to be in front of the camera or behind the camera. Just make sure you have your stuff together. Whatever you're presenting um, to the world, make sure it's together. And, and don't just focus on one thing. There are so many other things. And that's why I always tell people intern, you know, try new things because you may feel you want to be something. And then if you try different things, it's like, you know what? I like, you know, I want to be a stylist, but dang, okay. Well, maybe I want to be a creative director. Just create the whole picture. Like there's so many levels. It's not just, you just, a makeup artist and you're just it's like there's so many things and different levels to get you to the you know to that goal but you have to start somewhere sometimes you know sometimes people want to start here but you have to work your, your way up and it's okay it doesn't make you doesn't matter you know um where you start is where you finish mm-hmm. and to me it's like Always be open to learning too. Don't think you know everything. I'm going on 21 years and I'm still learning. I'm still, I'm ready for my next phase. I'm still, you know, reaching out to people, asking questions and just, I love information and I always stay current. And that's what sustained me. Like I'm always with the times as the decades and years go by, I'm always paying attention to what's going on as a celebrity talent producer because I still it's more on a consulting capacity. I, I work for my company full time, but I'm still a consultant for various TV networks. Um, so mm-hmm. I'm always um, still booking for different talk shows and award shows. So um, relationships are everything, 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 everything. You can have the best resume, but your personality, how you are, people pay attention, especially in the entertainment industry. They don't care what's on your resume. If you a team player and they see you're a hard worker and you good people, you will always get an opportunity. And I'm just telling that from experience. I have people that I may have one, I can be working on a project 
And usually, you know, me being a celebrity talent producer, I'm always, you know, my job is to book security celebrities, whether it's a talk show, award show, whatever a celebrity is needed, that's what a celebrity talent producer does. So mainly when we're on the set, you know, usually have your, your network president and top executives are always coming. So I'm always gracious to everybody, whether they're a PA picking up the trash or getting coffee, I treat everybody the same. And I'm, and that's just who I am naturally. And so I will, I remember working on a project maybe two or three years ago and I get a call out the blue and like a head of a, a CEO of a network referred me for an opportunity. And I may only have like two, you know, dealings with a person, like not really person, but it's just, you never know who's paying attention. You never know who's watching, but I'm trying to tell you when you are just genuine and, and just a nice kind person, no matter how horrible people can be to you, because they can be mm-hmm. always be the bigger person and never give up. Don't say, well, such and such is doing this and such don't worry about what everybody else is doing. It's always going to be someone doing bigger, better, but that has nothing to do with your journey. So stay the course, stay focused, and don't worry about the timing of things. Like with social media, everything is so, I need it now, and quick, quick, quick. Like, no, take your time. Make, you know, just it's a, it's so just funny relax. That, <laughs> it's, so, it's, so funny, it's so funny that you said that. I wanted to jump in here because it's so funny yeah. that you said that because- I think it was last week I was talking to my coach and I was telling her I, I, at some point I was feeling like, oh my God, I have mentored so many people and it seems as if they jump in the, jump in the line further than me. And she had to remind me, it's not your time yet, even though you've, even though you've helped them and, and it seems like they're getting ahead. It's not your time yet. What is for you and what is to come it will be for you and it will come in that time and, and when it's your time. So it, it's so important that you said that, that people have to realize that. Because we as, we as humans, we get in our feelings sometimes and mm-hmm. we say, I'm doing all of this work and, and I, I'm not seeing the fruits of my labor of what I want to see. So that is so important that you mentioned that, that it's important for you to realize it might not be your time yet and to to stay the course and to keep working at it. Absolutely. And like I told you in 2015, I, my, everything just stopped. I mean, it was, it was like a recession and just projects was getting canceled. And it was just like, what is going on? I mean, and then I see, you know, other people who do what I do, just doing their thing. But one thing that I've never been is a hater. Can yeah. not one person tell me, I congratulate, I can have a dollar to my name in a bank and you call me and tell me you have just made president of some, I'm going to celebrate and give you your flowers. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's not about me. It's about you. Exactly. And we need to stop worrying about us and, and celebrate you because God gives you things when he ready to give you things. Everyone has gifts. Everyone has talents everyone's opportunities aren't going to come at the same time. So don't worry about, again, what everybody else is doing and stuff. Yes, we're human and you know, your feelings, you feel yeah. some kind of way uh-huh. and that's okay. But always be grateful and be humble and continue doing your time is going to come. Mm-hmm.
that's not your that's not your assignment what everyone else is doing your assignment is coaching them so they can get to their exactly their assignment don't worry about where they are what they're doing celebrate it be happy celebrate where you are and that's in that moment when I was struggling. I just, I went through my depression. I cried. I stayed in the bed. I did all that, but I had to get myself up. Yeah. And I had to, sometimes we have to just get ourselves up, but allow yourself to feel those emotions. And that's one, you know, through therapy and, and talk to my mentors, we're human. You're going to have those emotions, but you have to be real. Like I'm a transparent person. I don't act like everything's rosy and no, that's, <laughs> I mean, a lot of people do. You know, that's why I'm not a big fan on social media all the time because people's like, oh my God, you look at that, like, dang, they don't have no issues. Everything's together and just, but you, we don't know what those those real stories are. You would hope that it's authentic, but social media, it's good and bad. It's a blessing and a curse. So, you know, you just have to just be mindful. And I think when you're true to yourself at all times, it's not hard. Just be you. And if you're having a bad day, have a bad day. Don't post on social media. Don't <laughs> blast people or don't hate on anybody. Celebrate them. Just celebrate. And I do that all the time. I'm on LinkedIn. At my, one thing I started on LinkedIn is I always tell everybody, you know, on LinkedIn, when you get whoever's birthday mm -hmm. for the past five, going on six years, I always sent out happy birthdays to everybody that pops up. And there has been people who are like, you know what? I was having a really horrible day, but you have not forgotten my birthday at all. And that right there, that fills my soul. Yeah. It's something so little. It's, it's the littlest things. I can, I remember, um, I think it was Ellen DeGeneres. I was trying to book her on something. And this was just like years ago. And the pup and her, her second assistant was like, I hate telling you what that she can't do it because I just, you know, because I was like, thank you, no problem. I'll check back. And they were like, you want to come to the show? Do you want to come to the 12? Like it was just, mm -hmm. and that's to me, that's how I want people to feel. Mm -hmm. And it's not an act, it's genuine. Yeah. Because even every email I'll stop, how are you? Not, uh, how are you doing? Exactly. How's your day? Check in with people. Like we're just so, focused on on what we want and what we're trying to how are you doing today how's everything okay good then go into that all this stuff that I've learned I this is what this is just basic one-on-one -on -one stuff and it when I'm telling you it pays off at the yeah. long run and yeah. it's not like you're doing it for it to it it just happens because you will get a call you will get a referral like I'm constantly and I never thought I'd be in a position to pass things, but pass opportunities. Like someone recently called me, my old BET um, family in New York. They needed a booker for something. I'm so grateful that I don't, you know, I was able to bless somebody else with the opportunity um, who wasn't working. So it's like, that yeah. gets me excited. When I'm, a, when I'm able to help people, I get excited. And to me, that's, that's how we should be. I'm not saying people be like Queenie or don't be you, but be happy to be resourceful because mm -hmm. you don't know how impactful that is. Yeah. And it's going to come back to you. It comes back 10 times. I swear to you, it does. I swear to you, it does. So to me, it's like, I'm, I'm very grateful 
for this pandemic. Again, it's been a blessing and a curse. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm hurtful and just sad by all the lives that has lost and the racism. We've been on black and brown people on pandemic inside many pandemics. Yes. But I think God just, he gave us a reset. And so instead of us looking at it negative, made I made it work for, you know, things that I got to do, you know, things I wanted to do, doing Zooms with my family that we're still doing every other Saturday. I would probably never spend that much time with my family, even at family reunions. So it's just, I just decided to look at the positive and, and just not always focus on the negative. Mm-hmm. And so when you start, it's again, like the secret, I believe in the secret that that whole, you know, are you familiar with the secret? Remember the book, the secret and the video? Yes. Um, Dr. Michael Beck, Beckwick. Like I just believe in the secret, what you put out is what you get back in. So if you still, you just being nasty and putting out and you're wondering why that's coming back. Yeah. You, I really believe in that. You, you put, you get what you put out. My grandparents always said that when I was younger, treat people with kindness. I always say, please. And thank you. You know, the little basic, yes, basic yes, one-on-one basic stuff. Basic I manners. swear to you, that stuff works. <laughs> it just be you and be kind. I, I'm trying to tell you your life. It would definitely change your life. It will. Uh, this, this has been so awesome. Queenie. I feel like we can, we can talk for another thank hour, you. But, <laughs> but, but we gotta, we gotta get out of it. I want yeah. to give you an opportunity to talk talk briefly again about your your speaker series. Yes. So thank you so much. So it's called A Seat at the Table and um, it's an entertainment empowerment brunch. So whether you're 18, whether you're 50, you need real resources. Um, you know someone who's been trying to get into the entertainment industry and just just stuck. So we have a 10, 10 city series. It's only 50 um, seats per per um, city, because I want it to be intimate. Everyone's a VIP. Um, we launch March 2022 in LA. So I'm going to give you my website where you can check and see, um, get more information. It's www.officialassatt.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at official underscore A-S-A-T-T. We're also on Facebook as well, but definitely go to the website, check out the cities um, to see if anything's near you. We also have um, information where you can put in your email address and we can keep you updated and follow us up again on Instagram. We're just so excited. I would love to um, see you guys. We're going to do a huge launch this fall and I'm going to do a fireside chat and we're going to have some games and I'm going to be giving away some, some um, tickets and stuff. So I'm really excited um, about this. I'm, this is my passion project because I just know I'm going to help as many people as I can through this. It's, it's, it, it sounds so awesome. I'm, I'm sure you have New York there in one of, in, in, in one of those. Unfortunately, I don't. Like, I, was like, oh! I, was like, I know. I, I feel so bad. Everybody's like, why you don't have it? I'm like, when we, the reason why I, I selected the 10, the first 10 cities, and we're going to be doing this again, uh-huh. but these are just cities where people who um, have reached out over the years Mm-hmm. And um, we have resources there. So that that's how we came up with the first 10 cities. So hopefully you can, you know, we do have some 
East Coast in North Carolina and South Carolina. So hopefully, you know, you guys can come and, and see uh, us uh, in Texas. And uh, we're just really excited. Miami. <laughs> Make it a little vacation. Some people are like, we're going to make this a vacation. So, yeah. Okay, y'all. We're going to have to convince her to, to get New York in the in the second round. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. We should have been top of the list. but I know. I know. I promise you. I will be coming to New York soon. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Queenie, this was this was this was so awesome. Thank you so much for coming by uh, the, the network hour and talking to me about uh, your journey and and really securing that seat at the table. And what you're doing is awesome. The speaker series, I know it's gonna be it's gonna be successful. It's gonna be awesome because you are really being authentic and putting yourself out there and and really having people pull up a chair at the table and, and secure Absolutely. their own seats at the table. Yes. And that is what it's all about. So I really just want to thank you so much. Thank uh, you for having me. This was talking about it. Oh my God. Thank you. I just, this has been amazing. It, excuse me. I just get so passionate about, um, you know, what I, I'm finally, I've always wanted to do. And now I have the platform and the resources to do it and to, to help encourage and empower others and really give them real tools. And, and this, this is going to be a phenomenal um, event series because it's, it's not going to be like any other one. And everyone, again, is VIP. There's no yeah. separation. We're all the same. Yeah. And there, there you have it, guys. This has been another episode of the Network Hour podcast with special guest speaker, Queenie Donaldson of Queens Entertainment Group. And her speaker series is coming up soon. I am going to put everything, all of her information is going to be in the podcast notes. It's also going to be on our platforms, YouTube, LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook. So look out everywhere, look out everywhere for that and, and where you can contact her. If you want to contact me, contact me as well. And I will put you in touch with her. I want to say thank you so much again, Queenie, for stopping by. And thank you guys for listening. Before, before I end, I always end with a quote. And today's quote is going to be, I may not be there yet, but I'm always closer, but I'm closer than I was yesterday. So I want you to be encouraged that even though you're not where you want to be right now, you've taken that step, whatever little step you've taken, you are definitely closer than you were yesterday. So be encouraged with that and, and we will talk to you next time. Again, this has been another episode of the Network Hour podcast. I am your professional coach, networking guru, Molly Kreese. And until next time, have a good day, have a good weekend, and we will talk to you again soon. Bye, Thank everyone. Thank you. Thank you so much.